Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Goonies Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor King Miner, and I'm hanging out with my badass co-host, Michael Ross. I don't know what I said last time. Michael fucking Ross. What's up? There we go. All right, so welcome to Season 1, Episode 3, and tonight's topic is natural disasters. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. I did not do a whole lot of research. As you know, Michael, I just was kind of fucking winging this one, but... Um, I don't feel like it's going to be too difficult to talk about, especially living in Texas. We kind of have like a brush with a natural disaster every fucking spring season. So I'll let you uh, start this one off. So what was kind of some of the stuff that you were looking at? What was some angles that you took on this? Well, I was just looking at uh, damage and facts that I thought people would find interesting. Okay. I mean, that seems like a standard for just about anything. I guess. As fucking obvious as that may sound. <clears throat> but uh, I guess we can just jump right into the Lubbock tornado. Oh, so you actually looked that up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it was, the podcast is Natural Disasters and Lubbock Tornado. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to scrap that little ending piece and just call it Natural Disasters. But uh, I did, I looked, I looked at, uh, at some of this too. I actually realized that there is a... Um, there's like a documentary from like the late 70s where they kind of recreated... Um, what the city would look like while this was going on. Hell yeah. Um, kind of like how, it, it was more like kind of like a training video on how to respond to natural disasters. So they kind of show like what the city would look like during, in, in these times of crisis, like how you should handle it. Because apparently they handled it like pretty well. But if you go back and you watch that documentary, you, get, you got to see like some footage of what Lubbock looked like completely fucking decimated. And yeah, it, it was insane. But what did, you, what did you learn about it? Well, uh, some really cool stuff. Uh, for example, a 26,000-pound fertilizer tank was launched nearly a mile yeah. by the tornado. Yeah, that's, that's fucking insane. So, like, do you think you, you think it means, like, horizontally, right? Not just, like, thrown into the air? Because I, I, I didn't remember reading if it was, like, thrown into the air that far or it just launched it that far. Yeah, so to me, that means there is a mile of distance between okay. where it was at first and where it landed. Yeah, that's absolutely fucking insane yeah nature's fucking powerful did you did you happen to read on how long the tornado was like how like the actual oh, mile fuck. no I here, didn't. I'll, here I'll, I'll pull it up and let's let's take a look because i i looked up this one storm uh that is absolutely insane on its length but here let's see uh lubbock tornado so for those who don't know the lubbock tornado was a uh F5, absolutely catastrophic tornado that rolled through Lubbock in 1970. And I mean, it pretty much just like leveled <laughs> everything it touched in Lubbock itself. Like it fucking, it absolutely destroyed the city. It did like what? How much? Uh, 1.6, 1.67 billion dollars in damage in today's money. Is So, it, I mean, yeah, it completely fucked up the city. It's the fifth costliest tornado since 1950. Really? According to the National... Oceanic and Aeronautic Administration. I don't know. Yeah, I don't see how, like, actually, like, how wide it was, but it was absolutely insane. Uh, you were talking about how a lot of shit was destroyed. Uh, something I didn't really think about was um, nearly all trees in Lubbock and, like, at the Texas Tech campus were destroyed. Oh, that's a, that's a shame. There's not many fucking trees in Lubbock anyway, so that, that's a shame. Yeah. Mm. Like, there were some special trees that they were planting. I forget the name, but it's, like... Chinese something, and those trees got fucked too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. So one thing, one thing that I did end up reading about this is that um, this was actually like a really good 
um, opportunity for Lubbock to expand their like weather program. So what they did, they set up like a bunch of testing sites outside of Lubbock and Lubbock has one of the best like meteorology uh, departments, I guess, uh, because of that, because they, you can, it's out in West Texas. There's not a whole lot around. So you can just kind of study the effects of tornadoes and kind of how they form and whatnot. And so apparently the, even the guy who created the scale that we measure tornadoes in like the, the E it's called the Fujita scale. Um, he actually went and did some research out in Lubbock after that tornado and it helped him develop his scale, which is for those who don't know, like when you, when you're actually saying like, Oh, a tornado is F1 to F5, what you're really saying, you're not like commenting on the size of it. You're commenting on some degree of wind speed and the damage that it's going to do, um, or that it does later. So yeah, so it helped him kind of like evaluate his scale. So obviously that one was like F5, complete, complete decimation. Another thing, like another unbelievable thing, is that the tornado picked up a house off its foundation and hurled it like 600 feet. Unfortunately, it killed the family of five inside, <laughs> like as fucking expected. <laughs> but the fact that wind. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, fucking imagine you're sitting in your house just chilling. Well, okay, I, you wouldn't be chilling because there's a fucking tornado. <laughs> but. You know, you're in your house, terrified probably, and all of a sudden you're lifted and then flung 600 feet with your family and I, you all die. I wouldn't have much time to think about it because I'd be like, oh shit, and then dead. That's it. Let's just have it. Oh my God. Well, I mean, you've got a pretty good amount of time when you're being thrown 600 feet. I mean... I mean, those seconds would probably yeah. feel like hours. <laughs> I guess. When you're, on, <laughs> when you're at death's door, fuck. Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it's not one of the one of the more deadly ones in, in history. I actually don't know which one takes the cake on that. It might be like Joplin, but... Um, Joplin is definitely the most expensive. That one's the most expensive? All right, it might also be the most deadly. Um, so then I wanted to mention this one. So I was looking at um, some information on, like, tornadoes, and the El Reno tornado kept popping up. And it, it's not like... I don't think it did too much damage. I mean, well, A, it killed, like, some pretty prominent uh, storm chasers. It killed, like, a couple teams of storm chasers because this is, like, I think the biggest tornado on record. Uh, Shit. Yeah, it is the... Well, I mean, this article is about the record-breaking tornado in 2013. It was an F5, and um, it is the widest tornado ever recorded. Yeah. Um, How wide? It was 2.6 miles wide. So imagine a fucking tornado almost three miles wide. It's just this gigantic wall of death approaching you. And, and that was the thing I think I was, I was reading is that some people didn't quite realize how much danger they were in because when it was coming towards the city or when it was moving down the road, it kind of just looks like a bunch of... Like, like rain's coming your way, like a bunch of precipitation because it's fucking three miles wide. Yep, yep. <laughs> and so like even some of the storm chasers didn't realize because like while you have this gigantic vortex, there's these other vortexes inside of it that are swirling around at different speeds. So like it, it looked like they had more time to kind of get out of the path, but they didn't realize, no, they're fucking in the path and you're fucked. And uh, so, yeah, it, I don't think it didn't kill like a whole lot of people, but it, it, it killed some like famous storm chasers. I know that. Damn. Um, yeah, you know, of course, these people have, like, the fucking armored cars and shit like that. Like, yeah. that's, that's what blows my mind, is that these things were so strong that, yeah. Well, because I think that one had uh, winds up to, like, 300 miles an hour in some areas. Like, and, uh, 
I watched like a video. They're like, oh yeah, you want to know what that would do to your face? And it shows like basically like an astronaut, like with 300 mile per hour winds. And I mean, like you can like just see his cheekbones because his face is flapping so hard because the wind is so fast. Fuck. Yeah, it, it's insane. Overall, the tornado was responsible for, it was only responsible for about like eight fatalities. So like, it's not bad. I mean, 151 people were injured, but it was, it was on like the outskirts of this town. Okay, and it's kind of yeah. like, it was like, it was way more out in a rural area, so, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of damage for it to do, but if it had just been, like, a little bit further over, it would have hit Oklahoma City, and, I mean, that would have fucking, like, wiped out Oklahoma City, <laughs> like, leveled skyscrapers and shit. Like, they, they even said, like, at that point, it was, so, it was like, so bad that it would, it would definitely do substantial damage to skyscrapers, which I guess they're pretty sturdy. I, I guess if a tornado runs into one, it's not going to fuck it up too bad, but in that case, it was like, nah, it's, it's going to fuck up your skyscraper. Yeah, the there was a skyscraper or a a tall I think it oh fuck I don't even know if it was a skyscraper or just a high rise, but whatever it was, a tall building was bent slightly because of the Lubbock tornado. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I listened to that too. That's right. Um, Do you know if it was a skyscraper or it, it was? I don't really know the difference between a skyscraper and a high rise, but yeah, it was like a, it was like a skyscraper basically. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that, that's insane. Yeah, the skyscraper wasn't destroyed, but it was definitely bent. Jesus Christ! Look at this. So this is what this little uh, Reno tornado did to. Oh, I can, you'll have to bend over. <laughs> did to this fucking. This is a Chevrolet Cobalt, and it. I mean, look at what it fucking did to this car. It, it looks like you if you crush a beer can in your hand is what this car looks like. Yeah, like the. Uh... Basically, the frame of the car is crumpled as shit, and the wheels are absolutely not in line. It's mm. actually missing one of the wheels. I'll tell you what, it's because the drive shaft went through the hood in this case, so. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't have my glasses on, so I can't. <laughs> no, 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 I'm fucking around. Oh, oh I, I got you. I... <laughs> Fuck. Callback. Um... Yeah, so like, <laughs> those were all I really looked up on tornadoes. But I mean, you know, living living here in Texas, I mean, we have plenty oh. of like our own stories. Do you do you have any? Because I mean, I know we we have that one that you and I can both bounce off of each other. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, what's like the closest call you've ever had with a tornado? I'd say. Well, see, that's that's sort of difficult because my perception of the event is actually sort of warped by it happening when I was like four. Oh, okay. But I used to live in Kansas. And oh, fuck. Yeah. Kansas is like right in the middle of Tornado Alley. <clears throat> so I don't remember exactly what happened, but the sky was like pitch fucking black. Yeah. And there was lightning everywhere. And like my babysitter was freaking out. And at the time, I really couldn't understand why. But for some reason, she wanted to take out the trash or something. So like... Me, my brother, and my babysitter all went outside to take the trash out for some fucking reason. And in the distance, I just saw a pitch black sky, like heavy winds, lots of rain, fucking lightning. And like she was screaming, and so I cried. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a horrible idea. Hey, there's a tornado outside. Let me take the children with me to take out the garbage. Yeah. And so she huddled us in, like us, as in my brother and I, because Alexis wasn't born yet, <clears throat> my sister. Uh, so she huddled us in our room and just piled blankets on top of us, and we just stayed there. 
I like to this day, I don't know how close we were to the tornado. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Like how, what damage it was doing or anything. Right. I don't even know when the fuck this was, but I was terrified. Yeah, I mean, justifiably so. Yeah, my, uh, my grandfather uh, fucking terrorized me with a tornado whenever I was like eight because I remember I, I was never, like, I always thought storms were pretty cool, but then I had like this traumatic experience with my grandfather. It's not the closest I've ever come to being in one, but I mean, it was like at that time when you're eight, like, yeah, that's yeah, as close yeah, as yeah. you're going to come. And so I, um, I go with him to some place. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, let's go get, uh, let's go play some mini golf and let's go get some tacos. And so we pull up to the mini golf, and I mean, the sky is like this eerie, like yellowish color, yep. and like clearly it does not look good outside. But he is like oblivious as fuck. And then like he's like, oh well, let's uh, let's go in. And then it's like, oh well, they won't let us in because apparently it's storming. You know, lightning and golf clubs is a bad idea. And, uh, and so instead of like, hey, maybe we should get home, he's like, all right, yeah, let's go go get those tacos. And so we go to this taco <laughs> joint. And uh, I guess it, it, like you couldn't find it, so he's like, uh, "What the hell?" So he walks over to the next business. He's like, "Where's the Where's the taco? This used to be like a taco place." And they're like, uh, "Sir, that burned down in the 1980s." So like, we're just completely fucking around at this point. I'm like, okay, great. And then so we're in the we're in his like death trap of a truck from like the 1980s. <laughs> like this thing is already unsafe. It doesn't even have a seat belt. Like I have no. I, I'm eight years old. I don't have a fucking seat belt on in this car, and. Uh, we just hear we we hear sirens go off, and then we're in in the in the truck on the radio. The guy was like, "Tornado warning! Take shelter immediately!" And it was like really close to where we were. Like I couldn't see it, but I mean, it was close enough to definitely cause like panic. So people were like mass hurting under a bridge with their cars, which apparently you should never do in a tornado. Really? Yeah, that's surprising. It's me. actually a horrible idea because it, it almost acts as like a wind tunnel. So, like, debris will, like, fly <laughs> and, like, basically shred you in your car. So, yeah, apparently, because uh, I've actually read that in multiple places, like, do not get under a bridge in a tornado. Okay. Um, so, we're just under this bridge, like, waiting for this fucking storm to pass. And then, like, we get, we get back to his place. And, like, there's a bunch of damage everywhere. Fences are knocked down. The power's completely out. Like, uh, everything just got completely fucked. And so, when I was, so, from that point on, I was absolutely petrified of tornadoes funnel clouds like anything that could be a tornado i fucking freak the fuck out um but like thunderstorms don't bother me like everyone always gets that confused like oh it's, it's storming outside trevor's scared it's like no it's just if you know I, there's a swirling vortex of death outside i'm scared so yeah yeah <clears throat> there is a obvious distinct difference between the two yeah but um i definitely think the closest call we ever had well because you know out where i lived we had a lot of land you could kind of see for for a while and uh there would be plenty of years where we'd be all out uh outside watching the the storm kind of go on you they're calling tornado warnings and you can see funnel clouds like kind of dipping down and then going back up so you, you like and you can see shit swirling but never saw one ever like touch down and i still haven't to this day but uh closest call i ever had was when uh, I was with you, so it was, um, <clears throat> I, people will remember this day as this, uh, when that tornado rolled through Mesquite and Garland, like the Mesquite Garland area, uh, we were coming back from Arlington that day, because it was like the day after Christmas, I want to say, or something like that. I think that was December 26, 2016. Yeah, there we go, so, and we were, we were coming back, and I remember, so like, it, it, the weather looks horrible, but if you're like a grown man in Texas, you don't give like two fucking shits about the weather, which is exactly how my dad was, it's like, Hey, that looks horrible out there. He's like, yeah, well, we're driving right into it. So <laughs> just no regard for, any, or like tornadoes are popping up. My dad's just standing outside with his hands on his hip. Like, oh, well, yeah, but look at this weather. And it's like, what the, you fucking psychopath. 
And so we're, we're, we're getting ready to go into this. We're going to try to beat it. And I'm in the back seat, and uh, we, we were bringing leftovers, and this motherfucker, like, turns a corner, and no one told me that there were, like, liquid beans in this motherfucker. <laughs> so it just spills, like, all over, man. I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa, dad. Like, there's, like, beans back here. And so he's pissed at me for some reason. <laughs> I mean, it's not even my fault. I was just like, hey, we should clean these fucking beans up. So he gets all annoyed. We pull into a 7-Eleven. We, we, like, wipe everything down, and the beans comes back later. But uh, wipe everything down, then we get going. Well, the weather is getting, like, more and more horrific as we're driving. And then by the time we get into kind of, like, the Garland area, we all have to, like, stop on the... We had to stop on the road, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We all had to, like, stop on the road because it got, like, so horrendous that, uh, like, shit was just hitting the fan. I mean, basically, there was a tornado in front of us. Like, and what we didn't realize at the time is while we were kind of, like, stopped on this road, we were only about, like, five to ten minutes off from this tornado rolling through the highway and destroying a bunch of shit on the, like uh, we could see the damage of the, like the condos on the side of the road. And, uh, there was shit all over the road, like yeah. tree branches, fucking debris. Yeah. Like, like you said, we were probably like five to 10 minutes behind this thing. Oh yeah. We, we definitely were like, it, it, it literally just rolled through and you could see like kind of the aftermath of that happening. And like, uh, that is probably the, the most scared I have ever been in my life because it's the, if you're in your house, you at least have some, like you know maybe somewhere you could go, you can like duck and cover. We're like we're just sitting in a truck while there's a tornado outside, and clearly, I mean, it's so black that you can't see anything. But I remember looking off in the distance and seeing like swirling shit. I'm like, we're we're on the highway, and I'm watching clouds circle. Like we're all gonna fucking die. So I was literally just sitting there, like head down, like I ain't looking. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm terrified. So the one, there are a few things that I remember from that night, but one of the things that, that I remember the most is seeing all the tree branches and the debris on the ground, on the road, sorry, not just the ground, on the fucking road. And then in addition to that, we were going over some bridge, and I think it may have been Lake Ray Hubbard it, that yeah, we were over. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> and so... I was looking off to the left, whatever direction that is. I don't know if it's north, south, east, west, yeah. whatever. But I was looking to the left, and in the far, like, on the horizon, you could see, like, occasionally lightning would light up, and the sky would be yellow. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, I think I could see the tornado. At least I thought I could. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'll tell you what, I was excited. Like oh, yeah, was, no, I remember you and Sawyer were both like, this is cool. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, no, this is not cool. <laughs> it's like, we're all going to fucking die. Uh, yeah, no, I remember looking in that same direction, though, because like as we kind of were progressing over the bridge, I was finally like, all right, like right, I'll, I'll scope this out. And fucking uh, in that same kind of direction over where like the condos were in Rockwall. And like you could tell it had like knocked out the power or something because yeah, everything it was, was dark complete. Like you see where a light should be and like, Hey, I should see like a cityscape. And it's like blocks were just knocked out. No power pitch black. And I remember that was like the most eerie thing ever. Cause then now yeah, you're seeing lightning like flash everywhere. And like some spots where you're like, okay, maybe is that a tornado? Is it not? looks like it could be no idea. And then just like blocks of cities with no power. And that, that was like, it just felt like the apocalypse is what it felt like. See, that, honestly, the feeling that I got from that sort of mirrors the feeling that I got from the winter storm that mm. we just had like a couple of months ago. Oh, I say wow. a couple no, I... uh, in January. <clears throat> like shit like that is just really exciting. I mean, um, I, I agree. Like I like the snowstorms. I mean, obviously, I, mean, I probably would not like the blizzards up in Colorado and shit like that. Yeah, the snowstorms yeah. here, 
I mean, other than when it, you know, knocked out power for billions of people, <laughs> but uh, they're usually not bad. So, like, the snowstorms don't bother me. There's, that's, like, a different thing. But, like, tornadoes, yeah, like, like, you're just sitting there, and I know you said you thought that was cool, but, like, kind of just at the mercy of nature. I'm like, yeah, no, I hate this shit because it's completely, I can't do fucking shit about it, so. See, but the cool thing about it is, one, it puts your life into, a, like, a really uh, unique perspective that you don't typically get. Like, I mean, this may sound kind of stupid, <clears throat> but I get the feeling that most people think that we are like at the top and next to invincible, save for the problems that we can cause ourselves, like car crashes, murders, shit like that. I think a lot of people tend to not think about how destructive nature can be in their day-to-day -day lives. So to see that, just with my own eyes, really, it was... It was humbling, and it was fucking amazing. Well, yeah, it's like at any point, the Earth can just say, fuck you and kill you, like, yeah. whenever the hell it wants, basically. And that's awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I agree that the concept is awesome, but when you're sitting there with death in your face, it's like, yeah, no, I don't want to go. I'm good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, tornadoes have always they've been terrifying. But yeah, I remember after, after that, that was definitely the closest call I think I had ever had because, like I said, had we not spilled those fucking beans, like we probably would have been directly in that thing's path. Um, I remember you saying that. Yeah, because like I said, we were only a couple minutes off from that. There, were, there was no way we weren't. And uh, yeah, so if we, if, I guarantee you, had we not had to stop and cl clean that shit up for like five to ten minutes, that we would have been sitting directly in the eye of that storm. So we got lucky as shit. Because, I mean, that did kill some people. So, um, yeah, it's been, like, right in that area, too. So, yeah, definitely definitely the closest call. Um, but it was after that incident and then, like, the year before of us being on the land and, like, almost witnessing a tornado touching down near, near our house that my dad finally, he got with Dewey next door and they installed, a, like, a storm shelter in between their lands because it's like, fuck it, we've had too many close calls. And so that, that reminds me of, like, this funny time. So, um... There was a tornado basically blowing through Royce City a uh, couple years back. I want to say 2018, something like that. I was just back. I was freshly back from college. And uh, it was just me and my sister at the house. And so, like, the weather is fucking shit. It is pitch black, horrifying looking outside. And, like, winds are, winds are picking up. Like, you can literally just... you the, Our house is howling because the way the wind is seeping in. It's just, it sounds so bad. And so I walk into Savannah's room. I'm like all right, like, let's go, let's go get in the office because it's the one area that has no uh, windows or anything. Yeah. Let's go get in the office because that's, uh, we're going to be safer there. And she's like, oh my God, you're such a baby. I was like, Savannah, there's, there's a tornado <laughs> probably only a couple miles where, from where we are right now. She's like, oh shit, for real? I'm like, yes, what, how do you, it sounds horrible as, how do you not know this? And so I make her get into the, I make her get into the room with me and she's like, oh, this is dumb. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm being cautious. And then I was like, okay, well, this is getting really bad. We should maybe try to make our way for the storm cellar. Like, this is, this is bad. So I remember I go and I open the garage, and literally it is, the rain is horizontal, and it is blowing <laughs> so fast. Like, it, it, you open it up, and it looks like apocalypse. Just like, and I was like, whole... I, and immediately I just looked at her, and I just closed the garage. I was like, nope, because we are staying inside. Holy shit. Oh yeah, that was that was pretty terrifying. But that one was like, I mean, who knows where it was? I have no idea. But it wasn't. I mean, it didn't do any damage to our property or anything, so it, we were fine. But 
nonetheless, it's like, yeah, that's usually the reaction I get when I try to take the storms like more serious from anyone that's around me is always like, oh, quit being a pussy. It's like, why? Everyone's a pussy until the fucking tornado is blowing your house down. And then, and then who's the pussy? So it's like, you got to take it semi-serious. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to shit on you for taking something potentially life-threatening seriously. I think it harkens back to what you said about kind of feeling invincible. And it's like, oh, and then it's also, it's like, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of rare for a tornado to, like, destroy your shit. But, I mean, if it's going to happen anywhere, it's going to happen here. Like, we live in fucking Tornado Alley. And it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, I'm sure that's what everyone thinks. It's like, oh, Nader ain't hitting my home. And then it's like, oh, my home's gone. <laughs> like, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Damn. Yeah. So I don't want to take a super hard left turn, but I have no convenient way to segue into this. Yeah, we, so, we're bad at that anyway. So go ahead and just, let's jump over. We've kind of been on Nader's for a minute, so let's... Uh... Okay, so this is uh, the Galveston Hurricane of 1900. Okay, I think I've heard something about this. When I was in seventh grade, I had to read a book about the Hurricane of 1900, the Galveston Hurricane of 1900 <clears throat> okay. for social studies. <clears throat> And to this date, it is the deadliest natural disaster in American history. Really? But that is partially because of a blunder by, I think it's called the Weather Bureau? Yeah, the Weather Bureau, the predecessor to the NOAA. Okay. So the history behind that is uh, for a declaration of a hurricane warning, uh, regional meteorologists had to get approval from Washington. Really? To issue a hurricane warning. So it didn't matter where you were, you had to have approval from one. Oh, that's fucking... That, yeah, yeah, What yeah. a dumb rule. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. But it gets worse. <clears throat> so a weather institute in Cuba called the... Fuck. The Bellin Observatory knew that a hurricane was coming. Like, the Bellin Observatory at the time was, like, among the top meteorological institutions in the world. And really? they knew a hurricane was coming. Unfortunately, they couldn't tell us because the director of the Weather Bureau, I forgot this fucker's name, but it's something more. The director of this institution cut off all information from Cuba because of tensions due to the aftermath of the Spanish-American War at the time. Oh, yep. So the combination of the shitty warning system by having your hurricane... Uh, warning having to be approved by Washington and ignoring international help from Cuba caused the deadliest uh, fucking storm in history. Like, had people been warned, they would have been all right. But a memoir from uh, one of the guys who lived in the storm, Isaac Klein, like, there were just people chilling. They were having a good... I mean, like, not obviously not on the path of the hurricane. Hey, you supposedly <laughs> should be worried about that on the horizon. Fucking, like, nobody, they could tell that the weather was getting bad, but I think they just thought it was, like, a really bad thunderstorm. And then all of a sudden, storm surges come in, they brush through the city, cars, sorry, not cars. Um, I remember in this memoir, there was something about rafters and window shutters just banging oh, until yeah, getting yeah, ripped yeah, off. Yeah. And there were people in this hurricane who actually tried to drown themselves because they were terrified, but their like self-preservation kicked in and they couldn't. Jesus Christ. 
I never want to be in a position where I'm so terrified I choose to drown myself as opposed to keep going. Because that yeah. sounds like one of the worst <laughs> fucking ways to go. I completely agree. <clears throat> now, it may not sound like a lot, but 6,000 to 12,000 people died. I mean, that's a, that's a shitload of people from a hurricane. I agree. Damn. Wow, yeah, that's, that's insane. So that, that reminds me of... Um, so I, w- I was looking a little bit into tsunamis and like tidal waves. And um, there was this one, th- this one specific one that's similar I- in that regard. So what, here's something that I didn't know. So like obviously, you know, most um, tsunamis are caused by earthquakes that eventually, you know, the tide gets gigantic and slams into the, into the shore. Yeah. But some of them can be caused by just having like a large reservoir of water and then having like a shitload of land like collapse into it. And you can cause okay. you can cause like a tsunami that way. Matter of fact, I think one of the biggest on record it was kind of up in Alaska. Something like that happened. Like a landslide went into some giant reservoir, like a bay area, and it caused a fucking massive uh, um, tidal wave that was literally like bigger than the Empire State Building. Was how tall this wave was. Shit. So similar. So back in like the '60s, there was this city in Italy, and I forget the name of it. I was just watching a video on it today, and. Um, so they, they had, like, this giant dam, like, reservoir, kind of, like, over the city. And it's literally, it's, like, pictures of, like, you know, like, you know, there's a city, and then above it is, like, the dam that keeps, keep, uh, keeps the water from flowing into it. It's just, like, a giant reservoir. Well, I guess they were doing, like, excavations or something up in the mountains where the, where the actual reservoir was. Oh, and, and people, literally scientists and everyone, everyone who knew anything about geology was trying to tell these people to stop excavating and fucking with shit because the mountain was going to collapse. And they, they all saw it. They all kept trying to say, but they all kept getting anno- ignored which to the point where like the government tried to sue journalists for reporting on it, saying they were disturbing the public peace. So just constantly kept ignoring it. But then at some point they were like, okay, like to kind of appease people, maybe we'll take it like a little bit serious. So they did some like calculations and they lowered the reservoir to what they thought, because they knew that a landslide was going to happen. It was going to go into the, like, the reservoir. So they lowered the reservoir to what they thought was a safe amount where it wouldn't cause any problems. And they did some calculations. And they were so sure of themselves that they even had like, workers standing on like, the bridge of the dam like, when they calculated like, pretty much to a T when the landslide would occur. And so they even had people just standing on the bridge like, oh, yeah, whatever, we're good. Well, the landslide was 10 times more powerful than they had calculated. So when the landslide like fucking fell into the reservoir, it, it completely launched like an, it, um, it was a, the, about the size of some gigantic structure in San Francisco, like a giant skyscraper. It was the size of this tidal wave and directly below it is a city. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it, it like not even like, oh, hey, it's like flowing into the shore. It crashes into the shore from above. Like, well, not even a shore. It's just a fucking city. And I mean, when I saw the pictures of what it did to this fucking city, I was, it literally left like a blast crater. It was so fucking strong. I have to, I got to look this up because like, there is like city, beautiful. And then it's just, it just looks like dirt. Like the, it's just wiped out. Like, I'm like. Um, biblical Old Testament, like angry God wipeouts. See, this is why you should listen to scientists. I mean, among other reasons, that's a pretty good testament as to why, in general, you should let the experts do the talking. 
I like how th th this this uh, title of this article is "Landslide Kills Thousands," <laughs> when it should be "Ignorant Government and Tidal Wave Kills Thousands." Honestly. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, workers living alongside the dam were killed instantly, <laughs> and it killed more than two thousand people. No doubt. Yeah, it, it's insane. So let me. What's the name of this? The uh, uh, I don't even know how you say this. Vajont Dam. Yeah, so for reference, Michael, this is what... So it was like, this is the dam, and then below is the city. So they said that, imagine this entire skyline, like, if you look up, it's just water. Like, Holy that's shit. how much it was. And then, um, God, I want to find pictures of this. Like, it just completely fucking decimated this place. Yeah, so for the homies that are listening, <clears throat> uh, we're looking at the Wikipedia article of... What what is it? The Vajant tsunami? Damn land! It, they call it landslide. The Vajant land the Vajant landslide is what they keep referring to it as. But basically, I mean, it, I mean, it was a landslide technically that killed them. But I mean, it's the fucking water. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, god! I mean, I can't even fathom it. Like they, it was so much land that went into like it completely filled like the reservoir. I think with just. Rocks. All like, that water has to go somewhere. Yeah. That's basically what the city looked like afterwards. It, it, it looks like a bomb in Hiroshima went off. Like, it, 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 the city is leveled. Yeah, the city was reduced to rubble in this black and white yeah. picture. Like I said, Old Testament shit is what that is. Holy uh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I read on that because I was, I was kind of looking at some of the, like, the tsunamis that have happened. Like, you know, the one in Japan and then the, the Indian Ocean one from, like, 2004. And that one was mentioned. And I was like, why is no one talking about this? This one's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, um, was that man-made? Like, was that landslide man-made? I mean, effectively, yes. Okay. So, I mean, technically it wasn't a true natural disaster. Like, if they hadn't been fucking with the mountain as much as they were, it, that wouldn't have happened. Um, or if they, you know, had just listened in, in the beginning and lowered the reservoir, if it had happened naturally, it wouldn't have caused any any concern but they didn't listen and it completely you it, they, they basically the italian government murdered two thousand people okay so speaking of uh destructive power there is a theoretical storm called a hypercane and i know the prefix hyper is something that i typically hate when it's not warranted mm -hmm. but seeing the simulations of what these things were supposed to look like oh, yeah. like this is absolutely warranted this is <clears throat> A hypercane is a theoretical global storm. It's like a hurricane, but global. And apparently, uh, the it's believed that the meteor strike that wiped out the dinosaurs in the Jurassic era uh, triggered some hypercanes. Yeah, it also triggered like the largest tsunamis of all time as well. Yeah. Did they actually call it? So it's funny you call them hypercanes, but that, that tsunami that I just mentioned to you earlier um, is actually a phenomenon known as a uh, mega tsunami. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, so that, that one, I guess technically the one that wiped out the city was a mega tsunami. And this is a hypercane. So, yeah, a global hurricane, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of, uh, of a hurricane just completely engulfing the entire uh, United States. Yeah. Uh, or like the, at least the entire eastern half, like as far in as Ohio. <laughs> I saw that picture earlier. <clears throat> so like imagine a hurricane that takes up half the area of the United States. 
Yeah. That is a hypercane. And these things can apparently exist only if the average ocean temperature is roughly 15 degrees Celsius warmer than what it currently is. Oh. So we're not going to see it in our lifetime. I mean, we may not see it for several hundred lifetimes. Right, yeah. But if the ocean temperature rises to, I mean, I don't know what it is now, but 15 degrees Celsius more than what it currently is, the fucking the conditions are ripe for global hurricanes. Jesus, that reminds me of the uh, the one on uh, Jupiter. Oh shit! The uh, the the fuck. The red spot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder how big the red spot is because the I, I think literally just the hurricane on Jupiter is about the size of the Earth. I thought it was bigger than the Earth. Uh, yeah, it might be. You might be able to fit a couple Earths into it. Yeah, like I may be wrong, but I thought you could fit like. Dozens of Earths. Yeah, that's what I initially thought, but I, I went for lower number just to not sound as dumb. Because if I'm wrong, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> uh, here, let's look it up. So Jupiter, and that's insane, too. Like, just this gigantic uh, hurricane that's lasted hundreds of years. Like, imagine a global hurricane on Earth that just <laughs> never just stops. stop, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, well, America, it's fucked. <laughs> we would not have life anywhere. I mean, microbes could probably survive, but we wouldn't. Like, yeah, I mean, not the U.S. I mean, do you think you'd be able to, like, if, if it just stayed in place, like, on one certain section, like, you don't think that would be, like, cataclysmic for, like, other parts of the world, do you? Or would it just I be... I mean, like, honestly, I don't know how strong these things were, but I imagine if it stayed on one place, like, it seems big enough to influence ocean currents, like, almost globally. Yeah. So I imagine there would be some, I don't want to call it cataclysmic on the far reaches of this static hypercane, but I imagine there would be some shit that gets fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Cataclysmic? No. You're but, just like a, you're like one of those flat earthers and you're like, I'm going to prove that it's flat. And then you just <laughs> sail directly into the hypercane. It's like, all right, well, Herman's gone. <laughs> Not just gone. Uh, yeah. Like pulverized. In a way that we have not yet known. <laughs> um, it's about twice as wide as the size of Earth. The, okay, uh, so I'm a fuckhead. The, the red uh, Great spot. red spot. Great red spots on Jupiter. Yeah, I mean, that's just, what a crazy concept. Yeah. Um, you know, Jupiter is uh, expected to have a sea of methane underneath all of its gas clouds. Really? Yeah. I heard if you, like, <clears throat> I watched a video on what happens if you fell into Jupiter, and, and it's basically worse than death. <laughs> it's worse than hell because you fall into it and then like somewhere midway through like the gravity because because you know <clears throat> jupiter's all gas so you just fall directly through the fucking planet but you hit like a certain point like midway down where um you know it's incredibly hot like like the the temperatures are like boiling and um the way that gravity and like its gases work is that you're just kind of suspended in like free fall and, like, you're not going down, you're not going up, you're just, like, floating and boiling alive, basically. <laughs> so, you, I mean, it would be fucked. If you fell into Jupiter, you're dead. Yeah. In addition to that, you can't call for help because, I mean, by that point, the clouds above you are so fucking thick that no radio waves can get through them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Um, so, Jupiter is the worst natural disaster of them all. Sorry, did I say methane? I think it was hydrogen. A oh, sea of hydrogen. Sea of hydrogen. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know shit about Jupiter. Um, looks cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
Yeah. So um, I, I feel like I feel like another one that we should definitely talk about, which I'm sure was on your on your list somewhere. But uh, Yellowstone. I am concerned about Yellowstone. <laughs> like that's a fear in the back of my mind. At all times. Once a week. Yeah. I I, I constantly think about uh, Yellowstone. I mean, from everything that scientists have said is that they. Um, they think that we're more likely to be struck by an asteroid than for Yellowstone to erupt. Like, obviously, you know, it's getting to the point where it is worrisome, but we, in many, many more of our lifetimes, won't have to worry about Yellowstone. At least that's what they say, you know, the, the, fuck, the fuckers who let the landslide into the reservoir were completely sure on their math, and then, yeah, I mean, look at them, they're fucking dead now. <laughs> um, but yeah, Yellowstone, so basically a fucking... Uh, super volcano just underneath the surface. Um, ticking, literally everyone has just called it a ticking time bomb. And uh, when it goes off, uh, if you live anywhere in the tr- literal tri-state area, um, you are immediately incinerated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like everything that is the actual um, Yellowstone Park, which is a gigantic landmass, uh, is like immediately coated in lava. Like everything is destroyed. If you're in that red zone, you're fucked. Like you're dead. Absolutely. Like immediately dead. And then everything like thousands of miles outside of that um, is basically covered in ash. Like immediately, like several feet of ash. Thousands. Like from Texas to Florida is only 1,000 miles. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. It's well, like hundreds of miles. Mm, um, nonetheless, like, yeah, like a, a pretty. I, I was looking at graphs, so I don't, I don't really know what like, the actual like footage is. But that's okay. Like, I was just about to say, like, if it's thousands of miles, the, un- the entire United States oh, okay, is fucked. No, no, no. So it's mainly, I mean, well, like, everyone is fucked. If this, well, if this blows up, everyone is fucked. Sorry, but. I meant to say <laughs> the entire United States yeah. is covered in ash. But um, I, ash. literally, the only parts that aren't covered in some degree of ash are southern Texas. Um, well, I mean, at least, like, going, radiating, like, away, like, southern toward, away from the blast. Like, the only part of Texas that wouldn't be covered in it would be, like, very southern, like, tip of Texas. Um, so that's how much at, like soot would be thrown into the air, and then it would be so bad that it would basically plunge the Earth into a like a winter, <clears throat> like a basically like a nuclear winter essentially, and it would drop like global temperatures by um, I don't remember how much they said it was, but a, a very concerning amount where it would basically cause like widespread famine on just about every continent. Bro, I would fucking kill myself. I, I mean, it, it's. That would be <clears throat> such a nightmare scape to live in because they believe that a couple of, like super volcanoes about the about the size of um, Yellowstone erupted like way long ago when humans kind of like first emerged and they say that it plunged our numbers down to, like a couple of thousand humans. Like so, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good way to kill us all if that if that thing erupts. We we're all fucked. Like absolutely oh, yeah. fucked. Um, yeah. Holy shit. Because, like, there's been some that have happened in, um, you know, recorded human history, you know, 1700s, 1800s, um, and then even <clears throat> even some, like, you know, St. Helens um, in the 80s that have been, like, relatively small in terms of scale. So, like, they, they rate them, I think it's, like, one, I don't know, it's one to something, but, like, the ones that we have seen in recorded human history have only been about, like, four to five, and, like, even something like a seven is... I mean, just I think I think the one that was a seven was um, the one that dwindled our numbers down to a couple thousands in the early days. Then like an eight is I think what Yellowstone would be if it erupts. There we go. And it it it's just doomsday. 
Holy shit. Because what was it? Um, one of the crazy things, so like when uh, Krakatoa exploded like a couple hundred years ago, I think it was in like uh, the 1800s, like mid-1800s, everything outside, it, it was, the blast was so unbelievably fucking loud that anyone who was in like a several miles of the blast immediately had their eardrums shattered. Like, you're fucking deaf. It, and uh, it was so loud that, here, let me show you a map. But it was basically, it's kind of like an island in like Oceania. And it was so fucking loud that people at the very bottom of Australia could hear it. Like, and it, hear it clearly. Not, not like, it's like, hey, what the fuck was that kind of loud? Because uh, I guess it's been like pretty well documented. But yeah, say, like nearby sailors that who were like off the, uh, kind of off the islands, like away from the initial blast, eardrums completely blown. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, and that was only like a five on the scale. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. If you don't know that a blast is coming, you're fucked. And I'm not sure if it was Krakatoa or which one it was. Oh, no, it was the one before Krakatoa. But there was this one that exploded about like early 1800s where it was, uh, it plunged the earth basically into like a year-long winter. And um, it was literally known as the, the year without a summer. Um, and it, it, it did crazy shit where places like New York and Maine, it was snowing in June. Fuck. Like, yeah, it, it was literally the year without a summer. Um, and that was, so, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, people didn't get, well, people, people got pretty fucked by that. That caused pretty bad famine. I think especially in like Russia or something like that. Uh, it got pretty bad. So let me, yeah, that's, that's just insane. It's crazy to imagine that something like that could completely disrupt our way of life as we know it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the ones that are probably the most concerning are the volcanoes, because, like, when they just, when they blow, they're like, we're taking all of you fucking with us. <laughs> um, yeah, because then, like, that, because, like, the effects are literally felt around the world, so it's like, oh, oh, here we go. Here's a good, here's a good representation of it. So here's Krakatoa. Oh, fuck yeah. And anyone kind of like, oh yeah, it like immediately killed um, everyone on the, like every nearby island. Like, cause there was this one, so I think it also caused like uh, tidal waves to crash into some of the nearby villages. So basically anything inside like the very short uh, blast radius, you were immediately dead. And then um, everything kind of like in this area, your, ear, your eardrums were fucking blown and you could like people as far be much as over here in the Australia, like tip of Australia could hear the blast perfectly. So... Yeah, that's insane. That is thousands of miles. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Um, so, yeah, those, those are pretty terrifying. But, I mean, I, I don't think there's any that we really have to worry about. Like, you know, there's some, like, volcanoes that are, um, like, active, but none that are going to fucking plunge the world into a nuclear winter. But uh, Yellowstone is definitely, in general, the most concerning because when it goes, it's going to cause a lot of fucking problems. Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. Um. So what I think is crazy is that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll just go out and say the fucking climate change is going to make all the natural disasters that we're experiencing more frequent and they could potentially be worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't the... I can't remember, but like the reason that the 
Oceans. I mean, it, it, the, basically the oceans are the perfect temperature that allow like her like big hurricanes to happen, anyways. And I think like the warmer it gets, like the worse it gets. And then obviously, like as you were yeah, saying, like, if it, if it gets like 15 degrees more than what it currently is, then we have hypercanes. Yeah. So then, I mean, we're already experiencing global warming, and then we're just exacerbating it. And so, like, yeah, I mean, that's already been theorized for a while, and that I think that was kind of a prediction like long ago about climate change was that if it gets worse, like we're going to see like much larger and more severe storms, and then you know we. We've had a record amount of hurricanes, and then like some of the one, each one, or several in the past decade have been incredibly uh, disastrous. I mean, fuck. I mean, just take a look at Katrina. I forgot fucking sake. I mean that. I mean, what is that the worst? No, the worst one is the Galveston one, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that, yeah, like yeah. you said, that's because of a fuck up. But yeah, I mean, Katrina is probably like not far on that list. Yeah. So when I was looking at it, uh, Hurricane Katrina and Hurricane Harvey were both pretty bad, but that's also because they were around the same area as the hurricane of 1900, like the southern United States, Texas, Louisiana area. So I'm not entirely sure if the uh, statistic is that those were the worst ones for the region or -hmm. if they were the worst hurricanes in general. Uh, Admittedly, I did not look too deep into that. But the article that I read did mention Harvey and Katrina were both bad for, at the very least, the region. Okay, well, here's the 15 worst hurricanes of all time. Uh, let's scroll down. Oh, so apparently there was, um, so number one is the Great Hurricane of 1780. There we fucking go. <clears throat> I don't what know was that, 22,000 deaths? Something insane. I'll, I'll take a look on that. So there was, uh, and then the next one is just Mitch. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> So top three, uh, Hurricane of 1780, then number two is Mitch, and then number three is Hurricane Galveston Hurricane of 1900, then it's Maria, and then it's Katrina. Okay. Uh, I don't know. What the fuck is Maria? I don't know. But to experience... Fuck. I'm, I'm not even going to say that I experienced. But to be around during the fifth worst hurricane in recorded history... That's insane. Oh wow, I feel like a huge piece of shit. This was the one <laughs> this is the one that <laughs> Maria's the one that happened in uh, 2017 that I think slammed into Puerto Rico. Oh fuck. Yeah, the one that like Trump was being a complete fucking asshole about like throwing what was it? Like paper towels. He was shooting them like they were like he had a fucking t-shirt cannon or something. Oh my god. Oh yeah, wow. I feel bad that I didn't uh, I forgot about that. Okay, so that clearly is getting glossed over much more than it should be. So let's uh, go back to the Great Hurricane, Great Hurricane of 1780. All right, let's see. Um, oh, okay. So the Great Hurricane of 1780 blasted its way through the Caribbean, killing approximately 22,000 people. And there we go. Uh, so you have read about this. I, I glanced at it today. It literally killed British and American soldiers who were like skirmishing in warships that were scattered throughout the region because of the Revolutionary War. Jesus. That's insane. I did not know that. I mean, that's just weird to put it in perspective. Um, There's not much data regarding the speed of rainfall, but we do know that the storm bombarded several Caribbean islands. Um, One local observer wrote that uh, the hurricane stripped bark off of trees, which caused most people to speculate that the winds probably topped about 200 miles an hour. God. Um, this is considered the deadliest of all time. Yeah, twenty-two thousand people like just through, ravaged throughout the uh, the Caribbean. That is nuts. And then uh... now, what's the deadliest typhoon? 
because I think a typhoon is just the equivalent of the of a hurricane oh, in yeah. like the Pacific. It's possible. I thought it was. I thought the only difference was literally that they just what, rotated a different way. Yeah, I think one rotate. Uh, I'm not even gonna hazard a guess, but okay. Here, well, yo, let's look it up. Difference <clears throat> between between hurricane, hurricane, and who the fuck would get a hurricane and a tsunami confused? That's the first one. Fuck Google. I'm going to bang. Fuck this. Uh, the only difference between a hurricane and a typhoon is the location where the storm occurs. Boom. That, I mean, that's literally... I mean, that's what I always thought. Because I know the people on like, the other side of the world, they call them typhoons. Yeah. Okay, so then let's just say deadliest. Let's, let's see if Google was being like a... Um, oh, my God. What is it? Con- like a, one of those... Pedant. Like, um, technically. Like, what, what is that? What's the word for that? Ah, I don't know, my brain's failing. But whatever, Google's just being a hipster about it. It's like, well, well technically, it's, uh, you said deadly as hurricane, hmm, not typhoon. Yeah, I think that's somebody being a pedant, somebody it, who's uh, overly obsessed with the meanings of words. Ah, uh, probably. Deadliest typhoon, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. The gang will get that one. Okay, um, template. Deadliest typhoons, Nina in 1975. Uh, looks like it crashed into China. Is that what it is? Yeah, no, that's China. What's the death toll, out of curiosity? Uh, oh, holy shit. Um, at least 229,000 people. Why are these not talked about? Uh, okay, so... Um, holy fuck. They died after the typhoon triggered a like a dam to collapse. In a province in China, which devastated... Oh, no, I did read a little bit about this. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this hurricane, like, slammed in, and then kind of just, like, by proxy, it caused this dam to collapse, which just, like, flooded villages and homes, and it, I mean, it killed a shitload of people, so... 229,000 people. Yeah. 229,000 people. That is... That is fucking insane. Fuck. Holy shit. <clears throat> yeah, so... Um, that's insane. Okay, so Typhoon Nina is the worst ever, and then there's like some, um, some back as far as 1780, and then there's one in 1862, but it looks like I can't click on those. But um, there's another one in 1922 called the Sato, or I don't know, Sato Typhoon. I don't know how to pronounce this shit. That fatality was 60,000 people. Which is much worse than the worst recorded hurricane of 22,000 people. Like, that's three times the amount of deaths. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know why they don't, like, lump this together. Why, why aren't we constantly talking about our shit? Because this is way fucking worse. Yeah. This is way worse. Where did that occur? Uh, that one was, once again, uh, looks like it hit Philippines and China. Damn. Yeah. See, part of me wonders if that's just because of population density. I, I'm sure but... that has, like, a, a big factor into it um i don't know if they want if they measure it out by like oh well if you if, if you map it out based on percentages then technically the dollars over here is worse it's like okay yeah. but i mean two hundred twenty nine thousand people is a fucking ass <laughs> load of people yeah uh, sorry yeah. No, uh, so earlier you mentioned jupiter's great red spot uh-huh. so if we're talking about natural disasters i think one of the worst possible potential natural disasters is a gamma ray burst. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I mean, so you know more about that than I do, but when we get hit by that, what happens? Does it just like boil us or does it just immediately vaporize us? How does that work? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on the energy of the shit, but like if it's gamma rays, it already has a shit ton of energy. Yeah. So a portion likely circular of the earth would just be bombarded with high energy fucking it's effectively high energy light really and like if they didn't die they would a lot of them would get cancer and their life expectancies would be drastically shortened if they weren't like burned to fuck already let's see what happens if a gamma ray if a gamma ray hits earth all right <laughs> um, so if we had a gamma ray shot directly at us the radiation would destroy a significant portion of our atmosphere specifically the ozone layer good um, the, it, it would cause some kind of chemical reaction which would lead to a photochemical smog Beautiful. and deplete our protection from cosmic rays. So, I mean, yeah, basically, it would. so if we got hit, it would, like, destroy our ozone layer, and then, what, we would just get bombarded by, what, UV rays from the sun? Like, we would, I mean, we would essentially just start getting cooked by the sun. <laughs> Shit would be bad. Yeah. Like, life would be altered, to say the very, very, very least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so basically it's like, oh, gamma ray, and then if you see this picture, this is an artist's depiction of the <laughs> Earth on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, so half the Earth is cooked. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, whatever side of the Earth was, fa I think I've seen a Kyrgyzstan video on that. Like, whatever side of the Earth is facing the gamma ray, like, if you're on the other side, you're probably all right for then, but, like, yeah. you're pretty much vaporized on, like, that side of the Earth. Holy shit. Yeah, um. And then, obviously, the greatest natural disaster of them all, vacuum decay. <laughs> <laughs> Where you are here one minute and then deleted the next. Yep. Uh, yeah, because I, I looked into that. I, I, that was another area I got into. It was like, ways the world could end now. And then it's like, a lot of it is like cosmic shit. You know, an asteroid wiping us out, gamma rays, vacuum decay. But, yeah, you know, we don't really experience those. We, we experience just all the other horrifying shit. The volcanoes, hurricanes, tornadoes, and yep. tsunamis. We need some asteroids to spice things up. I think things have been spiced up enough in the last no, year. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. You know, to tell you what, though, I think... I can't remember if this has already happened or if it will happen within the next one or two hundred years, but there's going to be an asteroid that's going to come within 30, 32,000 kilometers of the Earth, uh, roughly 64,000 miles. That's less than the distance between the Earth and the Moon. Really? Yeah. That would be a pretty significant natural disaster. That would suck. I mean, 32,000 kilometers is a very large distance, but on a cosmic scale, I was about that's that, like That was my next that's sentence. Like, on the cosmic scale, that's, that's very, very small. Yeah, like, that's... Fuck. So the circumference of the Earth is roughly 30,000 miles. So if you were to just take the distance around the Earth and approximately divide it by two... And then put that distance on, say, the equator and measured it out. Like, that's how far this, this asteroid would be from us. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess there's, I mean, that's a horrible way to go out, but I mean, if you're in the blast zone of an asteroid, I mean, you know, your death is immediate, so. I would fucking hope so. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, you probably just, like, catch on fire, like, before <laughs> before it, like, actually hit, because, you know, as it gets closer and closer, I think it just kind of, like, cooks you, like, you just, why, yeah. why does everything got to go out in a fucking <laughs> fire? Why, why is fire the way to go? <laughs> I guess because fire signifies great power. <laughs> great <laughs> Like it's some kind of chemical reaction, but yeah, it's like, oh no, if you just like slam, it's like, oh hey, if, if like two cars hit each other, it's fine, but it's like if every time a car got into like a fender bender, one of them fucking exploded, <laughs> like it's kind of how the universe is. All right, you got any more? No, I'm all, I'm all tapped out. I am also all tapped out. I, I mean, I really, like I said, I didn't do too much research. I just kind of have like general knowledge of some of these like more... Uh, some of these disasters that I looked at. And, and one of the ones that kept like blowing my mind about it was the, uh, like some of the, the blasts that, it, like some of the, some of the um, volcanic eruptions that we've measured in human history literally had like thousands of times more like firepower than the atomic bombs that we have dropped. And like some even more so than like the biggest one we've ever, we've ever created, which is the Tsar Bomba. Like, and that to me is just not, it's basically like a nuclear fucking explosion on an island and that, you know, shatters people's eardrums. I just cannot, excuse me, I just cannot imagine being that close. Like, imagine you're in the 1800s. They don't have the technology to repair anybody's fucking eardrums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, boom, your eardrums are shattered. Thousands of people around you's eardrums are shattered. You're all just fucking deaf. Yeah, you yeah immediately. And then you look over, and there there was once a village. There is now no village. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't picture that either. Like that's just because. And I'm sure you're all are like, like what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like you'd be so confused, and then you look over and see you know fire in the sky, and be like, okay, it probably has something to do with that. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Did they have sign language in the 1800s? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how far sign language goes back. But yeah, I wonder I'm when sure that came does. about, because that would pose some interesting communication challenges. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess yeah, we're hitting right about that time. Been going on. By the time we edit it, it'll be a little, little under an hour, I think. But okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in to another episode of the Modern Goonies Podcast. I've been your host, Trevor King Miner, and this has been my lovely co-host, Michael Ross. It's your boy, Michael Ross, who's drinking Lux Springs Hard Lemonade. This is an endorsement. <laughs> I do not condone this. No endorsements. Uh, yeah, so we will be back next week for Season 1, Episode 4. And uh, this one, this next one's going to be a lot more lighthearted than some of the other topics that we've been talking about. We've been talking about all the ways that we can like destroy the universe and ourselves and a lot of just like bleak ass shit and complicated stuff so we're, we're gonna take a week off from that talk about more lighthearted stuff that a lot more people will be able to engage with and then get right back to figuring out how we can blow ourselves up hell yeah so uh yeah thank you so much for tuning in tune in next week and have a good night guys happy birthday <laughs>